Hello, everyone. This is the first of our WCCS features. Uh, in this special, we're going to be talking to Wheaton College artists. I'm Harrison Zyberg, and if my guests would like to introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Emily Gray, and I'm a junior uh, English and art history major at Wheaton College. And yeah, I'm excited to be talking with you today, Harrison. Thank you for inviting me on. So I'm going to start with what could be, again, I said this before we started recording, but a very awful question. And it's just going to, it's very broad, but you're an artist. Why do you create? Mm, that is quite broad, but that's, okay, cool. So I, um, I create because, I mean, I think I create differently. I, I have different reasons for creating with different mediums. I think with visual art, I create because um, I feel compelled by um, communicating through aesthetics and through visual, um, just through visual language. Um, and I, but also like, I really just, it's a really great stress reliever. Um, and I, I don't really, like while I love creating, working on projects that are um, like, kind of involve a lot of like art historical uh, influences and kind of art, kind of more complex. I also really just love to just like, you know, paint and like do color work and stuff like just for me. Um, I think it's different, uh, I, I like with poetry, I think that is like, I'm definitely, I always try and like convey, it's not as fluid, like that's not as fluid a medium, I don't think for me. Um, and it's like a lot more entrenched in academics. And then I think with like anything like my, uh, like painting on like clothes or like um, making jewelry or like any type of sculptural thing like that, I think that's like, you know, for either for me to express myself through what I wear or it's for to like make a profit out of and have other people wear what I'm wearing or wear what I create or whatever. So it really just kind of varies from from medium to medium, but I, I think, I guess I create because I, I feel sort of compelled, I suppose, but that's also just like a pretty annoying, like basic artist response. So I'll think more on like the underlying like truths behind all of it, but that's kind of what I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. You said you base some of your things in different historical aspects. I'm curious, what do you consider like your greatest inspirations? Mm. Um, so I love uh, modern and contemporary art uh, and the like avant-garde period. Um, so Dadaism, Surrealism, Cubism, um, those are all super huge influences for me. Um, I think, uh, and also just like a lot of contemporary art as well because it really fascinates me just like because it's it's like each you know generation of artists are influenced by the last and just like by like history and stuff and so it's really it like it really is such an inspiring thing for me to to know that like art is still being it's art is still radical art is still being created and it's still uh, and it's like there are new you know there are new things being created all the time which is just like such a inspiring thing because we've you know been around for a while and like we as humans and we you know i feel like mm. we can only like you know extrapolate one theme so much but it's really 
it inspires me that they're that it's that's still a possible thing which is made possible like based off of art history and or just like history in general um like and i think uh including i really like exploring religion in my work and religion and its intersection with sexuality and stuff um and gender and and concepts of ambiguity um within all of that um so i think that like uh i i mean we talked about this the last time i i was on as well but just uh, this is kind of separate but about kind of how important it is for um art to be entrenched in the cultural moment as well um but yeah so i i don't know i think that a lot of abstract stuff really really gets me going <laughs> i love it <laughs> so you mentioned religion and i have um so i've realized sometimes i like to creatively write and i realize that for some reason religion always ends up being a theme in it i never mean it to but it always ends up there somehow so like what draws you to trying to depict religious themes or different maybe symbols in the work you do like what aspect of it draws you and I think religion and it is just like the stories based around it and also just like uh, the um, interpretations that we take from everything and like how we how religion is incorporated into everything like I and that's really that's an interesting point that it always makes its way into whatever you're creating because I think that um, it's I'm I think I'm really interested in, in its really like usurping its fabulistic um, and moralistic uh, just like it's the bounds of that um, I think it's like a really cool playground to I mean that's might sound super disrespectful but like I, I don't mean it to be I think it's mm -hmm. just like I, it's a <laughs> it's a really fun place to um explore like you know just to to rewrite i, th I think mm -hmm. and to, to rewrite in your own in your own way and to use those um illusions in your work to um just bend it and make it something completely completely different but like i don't know it's it's almost like sat sat satirizing is that the correct like like making sure. satire out of, mm -hmm. out of um, something that's like taken extremely seriously is something that I really like, but I, you know, I don't necessarily mean to offend by that, but um, yeah. <laughs> was, um, how long would you consider this, or how long do you think you've been an artist? Um, I think everyone is born uh, as an artist. Uh, and I, I, I don't know, I think that like, um i so i don't know i think i i mean i've been creating since i for as long as i can remember i think mm -hmm. like um i like in like fourth grade i was like i want to go to art school which obviously didn't happen and like i don't want i didn't want that mm -hmm. but um i i don't know i so i guess like that was like a, a moment where i was like oh i love art um and i always have loved like stories and and stuff but um i don't know i think that creativity is something that uh is inextricable hopefully from being kind of a a human to a certain extent i don't know i think it's like in everything that we do so i think that everyone has a a bit of you know artistic sensibility within them are there um what changes i guess do you see them throughout your 
you said you've been creating your entire life. What changes do you see from your the earliest work you still may have or you remember making? And then just like your most recent thing. I don't mean mm -hmm. like quality or like style, like maybe style, but also themes that you've taken up or just how it's matured or developed over time? I think when I was younger, I, I drew a lot of like, um, like I was, I was, I just kind of wanted to create, I was driven by aesthetics and I was driven by just kind of like, Ooh, this is pretty. And I want to draw it kind of thing. Like I didn't really, mm -hmm. until I like started learning more <laughs> Uh, about things um <laughs> in general yeah. um specifically like art history and looking like analyzing art and like looking at how you know it's not just something pretty uh it's like you know there's beautiful amazing complex messages within art that are like you know can be analyzed and uh just like taken apart which that in and of itself is like kind of a controversial thing with like art and artists is just like taking apart art and like whether or not that should be a thing or not. But basically like I, I've loved kind of I, like being more comfortable in what I'm doing so that like I'm not, I don't, I don't really like, I'm not really concerned with like getting the proportions right all the time and like mm you know, making sure that it looks like my reference picture um, because like I want it to be different from that because it's like, you know, my own thing. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that's something that is pretty big, yeah. If you had to describe the uh, style or like if you had to, for, if for some reason someone was like, you need to put your art into this category or box because we need to put a tagline under and say what it is. How would you describe it, like in a sentence or however really long you want to describe it? Like, what would be the category you put your art in? That's really hard. I don't think I've, I don't think I, I've figured that out yet. Um, I, I think that style is and cohesive style is something that um, I really respect in artists, but I don't think like that comes like super easily to me, and I don't think that that comes easily for me in any sense. Like I, as far as like expressing myself with fashion, I never am in one category. Um, I, and with art as well, like I, I like doing abstract stuff, realistic stuff, um, like super expressive stuff that's like really visceral and like, but also stuff that's like more like calculated and thought out. So, I really, I think if, if, if anything, I, I guess you could say that I consistently have like, like I, I use a lot of orange and bright colors <laughs> um, and like a lot of like swirls and like little doodles and stuff within my work, but like I definitely can't put, I haven't developed a, a cohesive style yet at all. Now, so WCCS is nothing if not just a place to shout other people out. What is, I was like, I asked about inspirations beforehand, but I just want to ask from a either a student artist you know or a lesser, less well-known artist, what has been your favorite piece you've seen? That can be another Whedon student if you want, or it can be someone who you know outside of the Whedon sphere, the Whedon bubble. Like, what's mm -hmm. been the favorite piece of work, art, piece of art you've seen that hasn't come from someone who is like incredibly famous, like P Picasso or Van Gogh or someone like that? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, these, I, I, I'm so hard, it's so hard to like stick to one thing. Um, I mean, 
I mean, Caroline Shafia is one of my best friends and she's extremely talented um, as a filmmaker. We collaborated on this, um, on this film called Clementine Skin, which I loved. Uh, I saw, I remember seeing that. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was based off of a poem that I did and Caroline like did like the directing and screenwriting and just like it was and obviously editing and stuff. So it was just like and it was that was a lot of fun. And I that's like I don't want to say that specific thing because that's mm -hmm. like pretty able to include myself in like my favorite piece. That's definitely not. But like I I don't know. I think uh, I'm trying to think of like a specific work um, of hers. I mean, like I can think of the works, but I I can't think of the names of them. But like her her uh, film sensibility and just like her aesthetic sensibility is really refined. Um, and then also, I my my best friend like Olympia Demetropolis who went here. Um, she's extremely talented, and um, we also work together often. But like her work is incredible and just like deals a lot with like the female experience and stuff. Um, but yeah, that was super broad and I like can't, I can't contain myself to just like... There's no worries. <laughs> so the person, uh, the first artist you mentioned, uh, I interviewed you both for the Moment in History series and you both gave the first and second longest interviews. Hers was only 13 seconds, I think shorter than yours though. Oh my goodness. So if, I just, so if, if you had just paused like one more time, she would have had the record. Spend that is so funny. <laughs> wow, yikes. Um, <laughs> I, <talk a> lot. <laughs> I want to ask you then what may be an even more difficult question to ask or to answer. What is the fav what is your favorite piece that you have created? Oh, hmm. I think mm, mm, I, I, I really I think one that like I, I I had a lot of fun doing was um, this piece for um, uh, what's it called uh, like drawing one or something. Uh, it was like the final, and I it was in charcoal, and uh, it was like a self portrait, but it was inspired by um, the Hindu god Shiva, who is like the um, uh, god of destruction and the trimurti of um uh like the the, the trimurti of, of hinduism and like the, the three main gods um and basically but it was also dealing with like um uh just like the feminine experience and like stereotypes so like like kind of a femme fatale thing so that's super broad but basically like it was like I was under a sheet and there was like a mirror behind me and then uh, for like the reference picture which Caroline actually took um and uh I'm like holding a pear and then in the other hand I'm holding a bullet and then the, like I'm like sitting cross-legged and like in between like my legs are like a lot it's like fruit um so it's like this I it was like this really fun like sort of gender bending piece that was like like the creation was like the apple or like the pear or whatever and then like the you know the bullet is destruction and like this like the fruit which is in my lap fruit is very like often very yonic and very feminine but it was in like a phallic kind of positioning um and it was also just like this you could tell it was a woman underneath this sheet but it was also like 
could also not be, which I had a lot of fun with. Yeah. I want to ask, what do you think, or every person who creates has a process and maybe that process changed for like where they first get the idea and where they first start to create. Can you just like describe your own creative process? Mm. Um, I think, um, I, I think when I'm in a very low frequency, like, so I think that some, I, I can be like in this like low or high frequency of, of being and low frequency isn't a, like a negative state of being. It's just kind of a more, it's a place where, um, uh, kind of like the lines between kind of like content and, uh, reflective and just kind of like this, like calm uh and this and then the line with like uh like sadness or just like kind of more negative emotions is really really thin and um i will oscillate between those when i'm like in that kind of like state of low frequency and i think that's a place where i tend to i i, I write um and uh as opposed to like making art because art is feels more like vis visual art feels more visceral sometimes and more energetic for me and it's not as like some it's because with art it's like I can just kind of like put on like an audiobook or a movie and once I have my concept down like I can just like do it um and then whereas like with with writing that's a lot more of a process for me to like get ease myself into the into the process of writing and like um like I have like a specific playlist that I listen to 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 like get in the zone um and i like need to be alone uh and just like uh i often will like look at um other people's works to inspire um inspire me and kind of like you know like if like i see something that like a structure or something that's like really interesting like i'll try it out or something like that um but yeah that usually mm -hmm. happens when it rains the the low frequency state so have that's a good way have you ever completed something and thought of your own work and thought, this is perfect, I wouldn't change a thing? Or is there always something you would want to do a little bit differently or see like, oh, maybe if I did this color or use this word instead of that one? I guess I don't want to ask if you've ever been satisfied with your work, because I think that applies like a negative, that's a negative connotation. But have you ever been totally content and just been like, this piece of work is final and it's done. I wouldn't change a thing. Um. No, <laughs> I don't think I have like fully, I think like w with some things I'm kind of just like, okay, this is how it is. And I don't really want to edit it. Um, Cause like partially out of like wanting to keep it's like, um, like that initial flurry and like that genuine, like uh, just energy of, of like the cr moment of creation versus like kind of dialing that down or like editing it. So like, sometimes I don't like to edit my work a lot which is not really a good practice but um uh i i think that like in that way i guess i'm like i you know i don't go overboard sometimes but i also definitely like there's always more there's always something that i can change it's i think like a really important thing for an artist though is to, like to know when to stop um mm -hmm. because it, you could just keep going on like your revisions and stuff um so i'm either like on, I'm on either side of that spectrum. I'm either like, all right, like I wrote it and like, I don't want to look at it anymore. And like, that's what it is. Or like, I'm like, just, you know, picking it apart continuously and just like 
you know, it's, and then I have to like take a step away in order to figure out if I'm actually happy with it or if it needs more work. Do you have any um, horror stories of a project, like a never ending project or a project like, I think we've, I think everyone's had an experience where it's been like, I just can't get this paper right or something like that. Or like, I just can't do this one. Like, has there ever been a artistic project for you where like, no matter what you did, some, you were just like, you were just, at the end you're sort of like, it's as good as it can get. Like some project that you just couldn't get to where you wanted it to go. Mm -hmm. Um, there, I mean, with visual art specifically with that, I mean, I definitely am someone that like, I have a lot of ideas and I, it's like hard for me to actually carry them out <laughs> often um, and, you know, follow through. So, uh, I mean, I, I definitely have had moments like that and I just, I just, you know, like my whole, like in high school, I, I was in uh, like AP studio art and we had like for our concentration, our second semester, like we, I like had this whole concentration that like halfway through, I just was like, this is so, I hate it. Like, I just was like dragging my feet through it. I didn't like the medium. I was working in like gouache paint and it was just like super like frustrating. Word. Gouache? gouache? That's yeah, not a real word. It is a real word. <laughs> I don't believe gouache is not a real word. Oh my God, I will look it up. It's literally, oh my goodness. It's um, G-O-U-C-H-E. It's a, oh, I'm literally messing it up. It's G-O-U-A-C-H-E. It's a really, it's a, it's a, it, you can, it's a real thing, I promise you. And it's kind of a nightmare, but it also can be kind of fun if you like know how to use it. But I just like, it's basically kind of like opaque watercolor that like you can layer instead of like, it's it's kind of a nightmare, um, essentially. And like, uh, I just uh, like ran out of ideas and like this whole, I like, we had to create like 12 pieces and it was just mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, that was tough. I don't like really any of the work that I did for that. <laughs> like maybe like two pieces, mm -hmm. but do you, yeah. Do you hope that so like there's a sort of a common joke that like people just like don't get art or like modern art or anything. Do you hope that people like the people listening can't see me do air quotes, but like get your art art, like they get what you put into it or are you okay with them interpreting it however way they want? Um, I, I want to say like, I'm okay with them interpreting it like any way they want, but like I definitely, and I am, I am. Mm -hmm because that's what like that's what you're supposed to do with art and like that's the beauty of art is like you bring you know every person brings like their own experience into like what they take from an image um which is like so cool i love that and like that's like you know the fa the basis of analysis i think what i don't what i like don't like <laughs> or, but i also don't necessarily expect this all the time but like if i'm showing someone a piece of work that i've done and like that i've worked hard on like I, what I hate is just like, oh, like, that's cool, or like, that's good, like, you know, something that's just like completely disregarding, like, all of the work that I put into it, or like, you know, saying that it's like aesthetically nice, like, that mm -hmm. doesn't really mean anything to me, because I'm just like, I, like, I'm, I, like, will usually accompany, like, if I'm doing like a, a project that like, um, like a visual piece that like has a lot of components to it, like, I will write out everything like I will do it like a formal analysis on my own piece because I'm just like I, I it just like I every detail usually is very purposeful um and I want people to appreciate that in like their own way but sometimes I'm not good and like you know we'll be like 
like I don't you know I won't like tell you this analysis unless like you want to hear it but like it would enrich your experience and it would make me feel better so <laughs> um yeah I don't know I have mixed feelings on that one <laughs> how many um how many pieces of art do you think you've created oh man I don't know <laughs> a lot uh I yeah I a don't lot. even so then, I can't yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, so, so then what, I'm curious, this sort of goes back to the first question of why do you create, but I'm curious, creating things can be frustrating, especially like if someone doesn't get it or if this doesn't work out the way you want to, or if you have a, think you have a great idea and you just can't get it over the finish line. And I know of stuff I've written, I've written pages and pages and been like, this makes no sense and is bad. And I've had, it just goes into the Google Drive not to be seen for months. So I'm curious, what keeps you creating? Is it just the love of creating? Is it storytelling? Is it trying to get your worldview across all of the above? Just like what keeps you doing this thing that you've dedicated so much time to? I think like seeing my myself and my work grow um, is really encouraging. And I think that with, um, I have a, f a couple friends that like one thing that I like to do when I hang out with people in like the normal times is like pre, you know, like just like draw or like paint with them and like have a conversation. Um, and I, uh, I think like they're, they, some of my friends like want to get into art um, mm -hmm. and they're like frustrated by their, um, where they are um, like skill wise sort of. Um, and I think that, I mean, with, I, I feel lucky that I've gotten over the, that hump like a long time ago um, that I just kind of don't really like I just I'm encouraged to see like what I like to see myself continue to to develop my like my work um, and that's kind of what keeps me going because like um, and just like figuring out exploring like new themes um, in, in my work in different ways but I think that like it's just like you know you just got to Get, once you get over that hump like of, of just feeling dissatisfied and frustrated I think like that's I mean you still get that way um, you know when you can't like create something to what you know to, to do it justice kind of from your idea but I think that um, it's just kind of about like having faith that like you will get there and just kind of taking um, like steps away from it and you know trying something new I think helps me. So would you classify creating, like, as you said, it was, I guess just really like, as a leap of faith, as in you have no idea where it's going, you sort of have to jump and hope you end up where you want to? Um, yes, generally. I, I think that, um, I, I don't know that I would say that that's the case all the time. Um, but I think, like, with... I think, yeah, um, the majority of the time, I, 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 yeah, that can be kind of, that can mm -hmm. sum it up. I know I want to ask, because you said you're always, you've always been creating, you've always been an artist, but remember what, if you do remember, or if you're like maybe the first conscious moment, what drew you into art and wanting to study art and to be an artist and to keep creating? Like, what was that first experience or draw in for you, if you remember? Mm -hmm artists lives um like studying art like the lives of artists and like what they um 
how they existed and like what their like lives were like and i i still love like reading about about them and like what i i have this like whole kind of like like tangential pipe dream of like wanting to do like a weird like show sort of that's like basically i uh study an artist and like like kind of work in their craft and like live their life for like a short period of time just like really in depth and document that with like a show um and then like sell the art that i make that's like within that style mm -hmm. um don't i mean like and like but also like be completely funded for that so like i don't know <laughs> how that would ever happen but that's like yeah i just artists lives i think really just inspire me to to no end um and i think like when i first was interested in that i was interested like it was almost like the colors and like the the um aesthetic of being an artist it, like drew me in um which is kind of like an annoying <laughs> um answer but i just was like i think i always have had a thing for just like over overly romanticizing everything uh because it makes life a lot more fun um and i think that's kind of like what started my um my interest in like art and being like an artist and someone that is expressive like that what um what's an artist you would tell other people to study or to read their what their lives are like mm, um i would say uh claude Caun. Um, I just, I wrote a paper about her last um, semester and uh, she's a really interesting figure. She basically was working during the, um, uh, she was a surrealist and she was working during um, like World War II period and like before and after. Um, and she was a photographer that um, dealt a lot with uh, the ambiguities of gender and um, just uh, really like she was just had so many interesting motifs of like mirrors and masks and uh, like experimenting with a lot of like queer um, just uh, queer themes and yeah she's really really cool and like she was also like such a badass sorry excuse my language but like she was like so cool uh, basically like she like would create these um, anti-Nazi posters with her um, life partner. Uh, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember her name. I can't remember her name. But like, they were just super cool. And like, then they got like captured by the Nazis and then freed. They lived on like, oh gosh, where did they live? I think they lived on Jersey or somewhere or some uh, French island. I can't remember now. But like, um, yeah, it's definitely not Jersey. Anyway, actually, it is Jersey. Anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, she's super cool. Look into her. And we'll move on to the last question that I have. Is it the two part one? If anyone wants to see art you created, is there a place to go and see it or to look at it or anything like that? And also, do you have any projects that are like in fruition right now that you're working on? Mm. Um, so I have an Instagram as of right now. It's called um, v.creative.wasteland. Um, that's like kind of where I try and post art, but like I also post it on like my other account, which is like linked in that bio. So I, so yeah, I mean, but I'm also working on a on a website, so that will be up uh, probably by uh, the winter. Um, so yeah, and then that'll be linked in like all of those places. But um, 
as far as like projects I'm working on right now, um, I have like some clothes that I'm doing mm -hmm. for people. Um, I also have like a couple logos that I need to um, be like finishing up for people. Um, and I think I'm also like, I, I, I'm excited to experiment with like taking graphic design right now. And it's mm -hmm. a super interesting um, venue that I've not explored yet. And I'm interested in, in kind of learning more about that and kind of how uh, to integrate typography into um, my uh, like visual work and I just because I think that looks super cool and I've done a little bit with that, but I'm excited to do that. I also like animation. I'm, I'm excited to, to try that out because I've done a little bit with that with like Procreate, which is like the iPad app. Uh, 10 out of 10 recommend. It's super fun. But um, yeah, I'm excited to like just explore a lot of different mediums and experiment with like mixed media and stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for thinking of me. I appreciate it. You just heard us speak to the Weeding College artist, Emily Gray. And now for the next half, we're going to talk to the Weeding artist, Tabby Gilligan. Um, so in this feature, we just spoke to with Emily Gray. We've been speaking with her. Um, I'm curious. We're just talking to different artists. So my first question is going to be, why do you create? Why do you do art? I do art because it makes me happy. And I feel like it's important to do things that like make you feel like you're doing something to better the world and to also better yourself. What, um, what mediums do you usually use? When it comes to art, I'm kind of like a jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. So I use oil paint, I draw, I've recently really gotten into photography. Um, so that's my current main medium at the moment, but I do uh, partake in all different types of art. Mm -hmm. Now, what would you say is something that first drew you into creating different things? I had a lot of time as a kid. I uh, am mostly a single, like a single child in my, just my family with just me and my mom. So I had lots of time to myself and I would just draw to make the time go by and I grew to love it and I got better at it. And I thought, oh, I can do actual really cool things with this. What is, um, do you have like a first, like, do you remember like some of the first drawings you ever did? Uh, one of the first major drawings, major, I was in fifth grade. Um, there was a little contest um, to combat bullying in our school system and to, especially like cyberbullying, specifically. Mm -hmm. And there was a little contest where you had to draw a poster and mine ended up winning and so it got hung up in the police station and I got a tour and got driven to school in the police car and I realized that this was actually a pretty cool thing and I wanted to do more with it. Hmm. So I guess from like your earlier drawings or like even from we're both juniors in college right now so even from your like your freshman year have you noticed a change in like theme or influence in the art you've made? Definitely. I feel like the art I create 
uh, is heavily influenced by my environment and mm. by the skills I learn along the way. So it has gotten better because I have learned new skills, but I also um, recently I did a large scale drawing of the chapel on campus and so and that's really um captivated my attention and i plan to like try and do more of those types of drawings with the other historical buildings on campus because it inspires me a lot so. uh can you tell us because i've seen that drawing so can you tell us just what went into creating that i guess how many hours but also just how did you do it um it was a line drawing so it was just using pencil and paper and a ruler to get all the nice and straight lines and it was of the interior with the large pipe organ and it was it took me 25 hours total i did it for my drawing final um a year ago now and it was right when it was the seasons were changing and it was starting to snow and it was very peaceful just sitting alone in the whole chapel and just drawing away sometimes people would come in and practice their instruments and it was a surreal experience and i want to do it so many times again over and over now do you see any um like do you have like a certain like an inspiration for your drawings do you have like um, i don't know if role model is the right word but like an artist you really look up to um i don't have a specific artist i look up to but um with social media being ever more present in our lives we're all subjected to all these images every day and i feel like they all influence me and the art i create and um that's important to realize because it's literally everything from little posts my friends make every day to major artists that I do follow and um, aspects of their art make their way into mine because I idolize what they do and I want to better my own art as well at the same time. Do you have a uh, favorite artist? Not necessarily like a famous one, it could be a fellow student, but do you have a favorite one? Uh, I know on Instagram, I follow this one artist, uh, Piccolo, um, and they typically do art based off um, Teen Titans and stuff, but mm. it's more like creating a more realistic version and it's still like in a comic book way. And I think it's really cool because um, I admire artists that can take this seemingly fantasy out of this world, like unattainable thing and make it more relatable. And it helps. That's what art is almost all about is taking us out of our own minds and expanding them. Um, I was curious. So you, we talked a little bit about another one of a drawing you did. Um, but like, what's your normal process for creating? something like how do you start and where does it go from there typically for me it's a bit harder to just come up with an idea and go with it um and just do art for art's sake as some uh people say 
but I'm typically more of a mission oriented um, artist where it's, I do it based off work with my job here on campus or um, prompts I get from my art professors or even um, if I plan to make something and give it to someone as a gift, like a painting right. I did recently for my mother's birthday coming up. So I mostly do art with like a goal in mind. Um, yeah. Do you have a favorite piece of your own? Uh, that chapel drawing is definitely one of my favorites, along with a um, painting I did in oil paint um, a couple years ago of my backyard through a six-paned glass window. Uh, so that was definitely a really good one. Mm -hmm. Do you have a... Um like a draw, like a project that got away, like something that no matter how much you put into it, you just couldn't get right? I've had definitely a couple of those. Um, I know one was a sculpture of um, my little case that holds my Dungeons and Dragons dice. And no matter, it was a wire sculpture and no matter what I did, I couldn't make the casing it's like a regular um, rectangular prism. I couldn't get it to sit straight and I ended up crushing it because I got angry. But it was after it was finished and I mm -hmm. knew I had nothing else to do with it, but I couldn't get it straight. And I also think that art doesn't need to be permanent and you can make something and then crush it up a couple of days later and it shouldn't affect your outlook on art or how it's made in the process. So you mentioned how you were um, very like mission based for how you did your art. But I'm just curious. So is it usually someone says, oh, I really want you to draw me a picture of this or like, I really want you to draw me a picture. I definitely, it's almost like with um, artists, they commission art. And mm -hmm. so they're like, oh, can I have a drawing of this specific character or like can I have like a self-portrait done that's definitely more along the lines of what I prefer because if you give me free range that's super hard and because there's so much you can do with that and I don't know people's preferences I don't even know my own because I'm all over the place but um yeah even with professors like give me specific prompt and I'll do it. Mm -hmm. What is so besides the um, drawing of the chapel what has been your favorite commission? Um, one would definitely be a logo for the WCCS radio and one of their specials <laughs> um, because I was given parameters and but I still got to play around with it too. So I think it's definitely a um, balance where I still can do my own sort of style on things, but also give uh, someone what they're looking for and what they want. Do you have any upcoming projects? Um, currently I have to take um, some photographs for my photography and context. Um, 
class and the photos need to be based off the golden record, which is um, related to the disc that was sent into space. Mm-hmm. I forget what how many years ago, but it was filled with all these images of what, um, of all of humanity's best moments and what makes humanity great. Mm-hmm. And I have to translate that idea into my own photos this week. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to pull off in 10 photos. Do you have an idea of what you're going to do? Uh, I think I'm probably going to gear more towards having like sunlight and flowers because obviously that's great, but also try and play around with the idea of how in this time right now we're all banding together as people and I might try and translate that into my photographs with people in masks and just banding together throughout all these protests and just standing together with each other. Hmm. Do you, um, is there any way for the people who listen to this to see some of the art you've created? I have an Instagram account that has a majority of my art on there. I'm still in the process of adding all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Tabitha Gilligan, basically, just on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It should pop right up, and that's where I keep most of my art. And that's where I can also be reached uh, for commissions as well. Um, I guess I want to ask, sort of maybe, is it close to one of the last questions or the, or the last one? Like, besides just being commissioned to do it, what keeps driving you? Like, you're obviously, I've seen your art, you're very good. What drives you back to doing it? It can almost be not an escape, but it's something for me to keep heading towards and to keep um, working on and keep developing and it gives me sort of a purpose. I know we all have a purpose on this earth and everything, but I feel like continuing doing art gives me something to do and it just, I need to be doing something all the time and art allows me to do that because it's time consuming and it's engaging and it makes me feel good. What would, what are some of the feelings you would assign to art or your, your creation process? Sometimes it's peaceful. Sometimes it's chaotic and hectic. Most of the time it's confusing because I know how to mix colors to make the color brown, but sometimes I have to Google it because that's just how my brain works and it doesn't remember that type of stuff that I know I know. Um, So it isn't just one thing, it's all over the place, which is what art is. It's anything and everything that you see and touch and feel. And that's how I feel all the time. 